Do you want to lose weight but struggle to stay committed to a meal plan because you constantly feel hungry? Does food provide you comfort when you are bored, angry, lonely, or sad? If so, you are in the right place. My name is Kristen Jones, and I'm a life coach specializing in emotional eating and weight loss, and I'm also a lifelong emotional eater. I want to provide you with information, motivation, and support so you too can learn to manage your issues with food and develop a healthy relationship with yourself. Welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. My name is Kristen Jones, and thank you so much for joining me this week. So, As always, I am live in my Facebook group, and I have to say that I have been a little sneaky and a little deceptive. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah, deceptive, I guess would be the word, Um, because I have not told, I publicized what my podcast was going to be about, that it was going to be about the best kept diet secret, but I haven't told anybody what it is. And so you all, some of you are going to be like, oh my gosh, is it? Is it uh, not eating after seven? Is it um, you know not eating three you know eating three meals and no snacking because that's my thing? And is that what it is? No, it's not any of those things. This is something that every single one of you does every single day, every single day. The uh, quality and the quantity varies from person to person, but it impacts us every person in a very dramatic way. And it also is something that when we have it, we love it. When we don't have it, oh my gosh, do we miss it? And do we want it back? And do we want to be able to do it again and again and again? So the topic of today's podcast is the best kept diet secret, which is in fact sleep. (laughs) I know some of you are like, what? Sleep? Um, that was not what I was expecting and I'm a tad disappointed. Oh, do not be disappointed because I will tell you all of the fabulous things. So today we are going to learn a variety of things about sleep and then how you can improve your sleep starting tonight. Things that you can do tonight to improve your sleep that are going to dramatically improve how you go about your weight loss journey. I promise you, if you get this dialed in, you will be on a roll and you will notice such a huge difference in a variety of aspects of your life. So if you are listening on the podcast, thank you so much for listening. If you are listening on the podcast and you are not a member of the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community on Facebook, you absolutely want to be one. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough and become a member of the group. I have to say, and I'm not the one who's saying this, although I am kind of biased, but I'm not the one who's saying this, but I would say hands down, probably one of the most common comments that I see in the group is people saying how supportive and kind and nurturing our group is. And I am, I cannot take credit for that because that's the credit of our, of our members. Our members know They come in, they're supportive, they're caring, they uplift, they're kind. And I appreciate that more than any, in any way that I can say. 
And so I really want to make sure that anybody who's even thinking remotely about coming into our group, absolutely know that you will be supported. You will have people who will be there to cheer you on, to uplift you, to encourage you, all the things. And so please, if you are not a member, please come and join us. Um, each week I always do a shout out and I'm going to do a shout out to my entire membership. So my entire membership, every member of the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community, so, so valuable, valuable to me. Thank you so much for all you've done, all you've brought into my life and all you've brought to each other's lives and how much you have supported each other and supported yourselves through a variety of things that many people are facing, um, whether they have to do with emotional eating, whether they have to do with needing to lose weight, whether they have to do with just life in general and getting through things. I could not be any prouder to be the founder of this group as well as a member of the group and to see the absolute amazing kindness and, and just compassion that people have for each other. So thank you so much. Every member of my group, I am so appreciative of you and for and everything that you do. So thank you and, and keep doing what you're doing. And we are all going to continue to move forward and continue to grow and be our best versions of ourselves. So again, thank you so much for that. So on to our topic. So sleep, ah, glorious sleep. I'm going to start by telling you that sleep is not my friend. I have struggled with my sleep for probably the last 15 years. Um, I started my, my sleep, <laughs> my sleep burnt, crash and burn started. Um, I was a, uh, I was a, re a resource specialist. Um, I have a, um, I have a, a master's degree in special education and I was a resource specialist. I was the department head, I was a the chairman of my department at the, the middle school where I worked. And, um, I had very, a very demanding schedule uh, of, of meetings. Anybody who knows anything about special education, um, it is highly, it's, it's very legally bound. It um, has a lot of, a lot of times you have lawyers involved, a lot of legal documents, a lot of things that you just can't go, oh, well, I didn't fill that form out. No, you have to do it. And so um, there were a lot of timelines. There were a lot of things. It was a lot of pressure in that job. And what started happening was over over the course of probably six months to a year, I it was during a school year, I was having more and more difficulties staying asleep throughout the night because of of my mind consistently going in and just and just you know being you know coiled up in, in the stress of my job. And um and I started I always like to go to the gym before work. And so I started getting up earlier and earlier because I wanted to get to work earlier. So I was going to the gym and I was getting to the gym by four o'clock every morning. That meant I was waking up at 3.30 every morning, getting to the gym by four, being home by five, 5.15, getting ready, being at work by 6.15, 6.30. My work didn't start my school day to start till 8.15, but I had that much work that I had to focus in on and get done. And, um, and so what happened was my sleep over time my body got used to waking up earlier and earlier and earlier. And so I have a very difficult time. I can go to sleep with the best of them, but I have a very difficult time falling, staying asleep. So if you are a person who struggles with sleep, I would love in the comments um, for you to um, let me know. Are, can you, do you fall asleep quickly? 
So is your issue you can't fall asleep? That's the thing. Is your issue you can't fall asleep? Or is your issue you can't stay asleep? So in the comments, can't fall asleep or can't stay asleep. Those are the two options. So write down which one, uh, give me a comment on which one applies to you. Uh, mine was can't stay asleep. I could fall asleep easily anytime, but staying asleep was very, very challenging. And so that's something I've worked on and I've been working on for a long time. And um, it's gotten considerably better. There are still times I have, you know, really bad nights of sleep, but they're much, they're much fewer and far between. And so I know the value of sleep. I know how important it is. And, but more importantly, I know how important it is to our emotional eating as well as our weight loss. So that's what I want to talk about today. So, um, why sleep is important. We have, we are either in two circumstances, two situations when we are living. We are either in a catabolic state, a catabolic state or an anabolic state. A catabolic state is when we are breaking down. And breaking down is essentially when we are awake. When we are up, we're moving, we're walking, we're doing all of our things. We are just up in movement. We are breaking down our bodies. Just standing upright breaks down our bodies. It's, it's work for our bodies and our joints and our bones and all of those things. And so we are in that catabolic state most of the time when we're awake. When we go to sleep, we go into the anabolic and the anabolic is the recovery. That is the re rejuvenation. That is the renewing of cells. That is where our bodies get to rest and get to become reinvigorated. And then we get to move throughout our day. And then next day we wake up and we're ready to hit the road again. When you're not getting the adequate rest and rejuvenation and revitalization of your cells, you're going to wake up and you're still going to be in that breakdown stage because your body has not gotten a chance to work and renew and, and repair itself. And so we have to really look at it from a very cellular level that our bodies are constantly being broken down. And so we have to give it a chance. We have to give it that opportunity where it's going to rebuild itself. And that's what we do during sleep. And that's why sleep is so important. Um, the problem if you don't get sleep, there are many problems that happen when you don't get sleep. But what I want to directly address today is the issue of how that impacts your ability to lose weight. And it is multifolded. Like there are many ways that sleep deprivation impacts our ability to be able to manage our emotional eating as well as lose weight. So first, I'm going to address the emotional eating piece. When you have had even one night, so one, let's just take it one night of bad sleep. You wake up in the morning. Because your body has not received all of its rest and it hasn't been able to, again, repair itself, your body wakes up in a stressed state. It is, it is your body recognizes as, uh-oh, we are not going to function. We're not functioning at our highest level. And so your body recognizes that stress. Sleep deprivation causes stress on your body. Your body recognizes that, your brain recognizes it. And it immediately goes into fight or flight because it doesn't know if that stress that your lack of sleep is causing in your body, it doesn't know that it's caused by a lack of sleep. 
it could possibly think, well, she's either not sleeping or maybe she's being chased by a tiger and that's why she's under stress. Your body doesn't know, but all it knows is its reaction. And its reaction is, is to put you into that fight or flight situation. When we go into fight or flight and we're in that survival mode, your body will do a couple of things. The first thing it'll do is it will produce cortisol. And when it produces cortisol because of the stress, your blood sugar is going to go up. You're going to pump insulin in to your bloodstream to bring your blood pressure, to be sorry, blood pressure, your blood sugar down. And then it's going to go, it's going to need to go back up again because then you're going to, then you're going to come down. You're going to be tired. Then it needs to go back up again. So what do you do? You eat something, you eat something that's going to bring it up and then it's going to come down again. And then you're going to eat something. And so you get on this roller coaster all day long. Think about the last time you had a poor night's sleep. Most likely you woke up and you were hungry and you were probably craving something sweet or something fatty. And that is our body's reaction to that stress and that sleep deprivation. Your body knows it hasn't gotten enough rest, but it knows it needs energy because it knows it has to continue to function. And so what does it do? It is very smart. It is brilliant. And your body says, what's the quickest and easiest way for us to get that energy that we need? Oh yeah, that's right. A donut. That would be fabulous because that hits both sugar and fat. Woo-hoo, double whammy right there. That then gives us that energy that we need, but it's very short-lived. And it's not going to serve you when it comes to your weight loss journey. So that is, that's really where we come down to it. And so that's just one night. But what if this is happening five nights a week or it's three weeks in a row or it's six months? Think about what that's doing to your body and what it's doing to your, your hormonal response to that lack of sleep where you think, oh, it's just one night. And when one night turns into 30 days, then we have a problem. So we really have to look at that. There's another piece that goes along with that as well. And that is that your body will, again, your body will crave that, you know, crave something to, to keep it, to keep it, you know, elevated. And your body really needs, again, it always needs that rest. And so what's going to happen is you're going to need that rest. And that rest is going to happen at times that you don't necessarily want it to happen. Like sitting in the middle of a meeting or being on a Zoom call, or being in the middle of a conversation with someone, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm so tired. I need to close my eyes. Not necessarily socially acceptable. So we always want to make sure that we remember that we've got to make sure that we are safe. We are putting ourselves in the best possible position. Again, sleep is about survival. The other piece, when your body gets under stress and your body senses that something is not working the way it should be working, all fat burning, stops, totally stops. Fat burning stops as well as your ability to be able to um, be able to make good decisions. I mean, again, making good decisions because of a lack of sleep, fat burning, all of those things come into play when we are sleep deprived. You cannot, you have to make sure that sleep is a priority because again, the body recognizes as any change as meaning you are unsafe. It's all worried about your survival. And when we were cavemen, we didn't know when we were going to get our next meal. So you're, our, the bodies of a caveman would shut down. You're not going to get lean as a caveman. You are going to, you're going to hold on as long as you can to any of those fat cells because you don't know if you're not going to eat for three days. 
that's what our bodies still do. When our body senses that we are not taking care of ourselves, we are not getting that rest and that rejuvenation that we need, your body shuts down anything that is going to put you in any sort of health risk. And your body and your brain evolutionarily recognizes we've got to have food. We've got to have food on us. We've got to have those fat cells on us. It is not going to let those things go, regardless of how much you want it. Because again, it's recognizing that your body's in stress. So again, sleep, super, super important. So what do we do? That's the other issue. What do we do about that? How do we make that how do we make that um, a reality? How do we make that those changes happen where we are then able to take our get ourselves to the place where we can get a good night's sleep and we can start working on what we call our sleep hygiene? So there are a number of things. Sleep hygiene or a sleep routine is the most important thing that you can do. And so you can start tonight. So here it is. It is uh, right now we're doing this podcast and it is 10 minutes to four on Wednesday. And that means that it's 10 minutes to seven on the East coast. And so anyone who's listening to this tonight, if you're listening to this live tonight is the night you can start doing this. So you need to start thinking about how do you develop a sleep routine before you go to bed that not only will help with your emotional eating, because we all know many of us have issues with eating at night. This is going to actually give you something to do to keep yourself focused, to get yourself to sleep, to get yourself in the best possible position to sleep well and help with your help with your weight loss and then help with that emotional eating. So there are a number of things that you can do. The most important thing when it comes to setting up a, a sleep routine is picking just a few things that you can commit to, that you can say, yes, I am going to do this. These are things that I enjoy and I want to do, and I'm going to commit to doing them and you have to follow through. Don't set yourself up for failure. You don't need that. You have to set yourself up to be successful. So what are some possibilities? So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you eight things to do. You're not doing all eight of them. Okay. Sorry, overachievers. Don't do that. Do not try to do all eight of them. Pick like three. Okay. Just three. Hold on a second. I'm back. Okay. So we had a little noise interruption there. <laughs> All right. So one, if you are a person, you don't have, I mean, some people, I know some people do this. They absolutely love it. Showering or bathing at night. Remember how, when you had little kids, so for all of you who are listening, you had little kids, you had that nighttime routine with your kids and your kids knew after dinner, we get dirty at dinner. After dinner is bath time. We get bath time. We get into jammies. We read a story. We go to bed. We do that with kids. We need to do that as an adult. So showering, bathing, great way, calming yourself down, putting yourself under that hot water and relaxing. It just gives you that sense of relaxation. Awesome. One thing you can do. Second thing you can do is drinking some tea, chamomile tea, sleepy time tea, celestial seasonings has a great, a great type of tea, sleepy time, always a good, a good idea to do that as well. So any sort of tea, many people are talking about drinking tea at night as a way of curbing any sort of nighttime eating that they want to do. That's perfect. Probably the most important and the most difficult one of these to do, but I have to tell you, this is so important and it's something that's changed my life. You have to turn your electronics off 
30 to 60 minutes before you want to go to bed. 30 to 60 minutes. There are blue lights that are in all electronics. And those blue lights activate a part of your brain. They go through your, uh, your um, optical nerve and they activate a part of your brain that makes your brain think that it's daytime. And so it's really important to, you can put blue light blockers on, on your electronics. I have them on my, all my electronics. I still make the decision. I do not watch television. I don't have television in my house anymore because it's, beca it's been such a problem that I just don't watch TV at night. Um, and if I'm on my computer, I always have everything dimmed down. So I don't take that light in. So 30 to 60 minutes, no electronics, allow your brain to calm down, watching all these crazy shows and then trying to go in and go to bed. That's going to be really, really difficult. Um, reading. Oh my God, reading and reading from a book. <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay. Let's try and do that. Read from a book. Try to pull yourself off of your electronic device, read from a book. I know for me, whenever I read, I seriously get through like a page and a half. And then I'm like, totally, totally done, totally done. So reading and really learn to enjoy that and, and, take, and take that as that peacefulness. Um, gratitude at night. I, I always recommend gratitude in the morning, but you can do gratitude at night too. It really puts you in a place of being very peaceful and appreciative of the life that you have. And that's a really helpful thing in the evening too. So gratitude, meditation. There are also a number of yoga poses that are very much geared towards relaxation and are very much recommended at night before going to bed. Child pose is one of them. Pigeon pose is another. Um, very, very helpful in relaxing and calming your system and to just be able to mellow yourself out and then climb into bed. So a lot you can Google yoga, yoga poses for sleep plenty of them. Okay. So do that as well. And the last one, and this is the one that everyone should be doing for a variety of reasons. The last one is brushing your teeth. That is a great way to signal to your mind that it is time to calm down, time to go to bed. So again, a number of these, you can pick two, you can pick five, you can pick, don't pick all of them, but just pick a few that you know, you can commit to that you know you can you can really like decide like this is what I'm going to do this is how I'm going to work on my sleep because again sleep is so undervalued but it is so so important when it comes to addressing your emotional eating because again also you think about it who has emotional stability when they are sleep deprived like when you haven't gotten a good night's sleep I don't know of anybody who's like yeah I'm super happy this is great I feel awesome nobody feels that way. We need, because and again, we don't feel good. We don't make good decisions. So it's really important that you make sure that you put yourself in the best possible position to make the best possible decisions for yourself. So that is, that is my spiel on sleep. So again, I can't tell you how important it is on any of these journeys. It is absolutely vital that we, that we really dial our sleep in. I am a work in progress. I hope you're a work in progress, or maybe you've mastered this and you can share some of your secrets. Please go ahead and share them in the group, share them in the comments, but just know that this is so, so very important. And it's just something that so many people undervalue, and we have to really put it as a very, very important thing for, for each of us to do, not only for our weight loss, not only for our emotional eating, but just for our mental health in general and our overall health as, as a person. So again, Please take all of these tips. Please apply them to, to what you need them to be. 
and uh, and get yourself that that sleep hygiene routine if you don't have it already. Again, thank you so much for joining me this week. If you're not a member of the group, www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough. Come and join us. Thank you, everyone in the group. Appreciate you being here. And I will see you all uh, next week on our Mindset Monday in the podcast. I'll see you next week as well. Okay, take care, everyone. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information on emotional eating and losing weight, please go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough and join the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community. I hope to see you soon.